Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And today we're here to do a listener request from Phil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Perich from Capes and Lunatics. A uh, bunch, of, bunch of podcasts there. Fill me in. Uh, and it is The Flash 53 from yeah. the 1987 run. Hmm. It's, a, it's but, an interesting one. Yeah. Um, but before we get to it, we do have two new comics to cover that came out last week. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware that Batman... No, no not Batman. No, <gasps> that Superman villains just dropped. Unfortunately, no time to read it before we record yeah. it. So you'll be hearing our thoughts on that in two weeks. Gives you plenty so, of time to, to read it yourself, listeners, and uh, come up with your thoughts. And maybe we'll yeah. um, should we maybe put something up on our on our page then, Connor? I don't know. It's a it's a modern issue, I know, but maybe they'd like to leave their thoughts about it. Yeah, we can we can put it in the next discussion thread. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, and Superman news. There isn't really any. The trailer for Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apocalypse War drops, which is what the death and reign of the Superman built, sort of built up to, I guess, because mm-hmm. it was like a twist, I suppose. But well, what are your thoughts on that trailer? Uh, enticing, flat. Well, there wasn't much. Yeah. Well, from the Superman angle, there wasn't much of him right in the trailer, which kind of gives me the vibe that he might get taken out at the start. But then, yeah, you mentioned that the. Official synopsis or whatever says that Constantine, Superman, and Raven are like the cast that anchors the movie. So, would you be disappointed if if that Superman ends up being another one of the Supermen? Like, uh, I mean, I know the Superboy, like say Connor or something. Well, because they they listed the voice actors. Okay. So Matt Ryan playing Constantine, and then mm-hmm. I had Jerry. I believe Jerry O'Connell playing Superman, and he plays Superman in this animated universe, so mm. it's him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, he was um, um, he's Sliders, the guy from Sliders and Stand By Me, Jerry O'Connell. Is he in Stand By Me? He's Ver- is it Vern, you know, the, the little fat kid? That's him. Yeah. Mm. Wow, he's, well, he's not fat anymore. No, 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 he, he had oh. a, a quite a nice spell in, I think it's called Sliders, it was a sci-fi... Show, yeah, yeah, uh, I know of sliders, and he kind of buffed up a bit. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, so he's shed that stand by me persona long ago, yeah, but yeah, he's got a good voice, um, so it's good to hear that he's still voicing Superman. It's good to hear that yeah. there's some consistency. I mean, actually, this leads me as well, Connorell, to uh, Red Sun. Which was yeah. released. Um, that was voiced by another Superman, I be- uh, another actor, I believe. Yeah, that was voiced by the guy who. Uh, what did he do? He's he's done a few things, but the mm. the main animated universe, as it were, has the same actor. Okay. Act- generally, has the same actors. Yes. Uh, but before before they sort of started this, like actually connected animated universe, a lot of them were like different. Mm-hmm. Actors, uh, I mean, you even had Adam Baldwin doing Superman. Wow. <laughs> in Superman Doomsday, and he was really good. Was he good? Oh, was he in... Oh, in Doomsday. Yeah, okay. 
that they yeah. yeah that they could have seen that yeah Superman Doomsday um so yeah mm-hmm. and uh Red Sun yeah mm. it's a different voice actor but it's like an alternate Superman so yeah okay you know so in in Death of Superman and the Reign of was that Jerry O'Connell yeah okay right yeah, he's got a very well-suited voice. Didn't recognise him at all. Yeah, no. He's good. Um, and he will be reprising his role for this movie. I think I saw Superman in the trailer, maybe, but he had, like, green eyes or something. Oh. What, what, sorry. Was, like, in his... Sorry, I'm, I'm still on this bandwagon thing with Jerry O'Connell. Was he the Superman in Superman and Shazam as well? No, that was Tim Daly, I believe. Ah, oh, right. Who did the animated series in the 90s. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Yeah, Tim Daly, a, a great actor himself back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and I think he had a sitcom called Wings. It was, in a, it was a comedy. I remember watching that. Oh, wait, no. He was George... Superman was George Newbern in Superman Shazam. Oh. But Jerry O'Connell was Captain Marvel. Ah, oh, that's right. I remember we talking about it, and you mentioned that he gen- he usually is the Superman voice. But yeah, okay, mm. okay. There you go, listeners. Yeah, and oh, there'll be a Adam Strange short movie coming out with Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool for some, you know, pulpy yeah. sci-fi. What What are your thoughts on Justice League Dark? Is it? What is it? Is it like Injustice? What What is it? No, no, no. Um, okay. It's it's like Justice League, but the it's like the magic user Justice League. Oh, okay. So like they deal with the mystical side of things. So right. Uh, I can't remember who the first lineup was, but right now, like there was a Justice League Dark movie. Okay. Um, before this. And that had Constantine, Zatanna, Swamp Thing. Okay. Uh, and Batman, because... Of course. They had to sell it. <laughs> no one recognises these other characters, so... <laughs> Is it like X-Force? Are they doing the deeds that the normal Justice League won't do? Are they a bit rougher? A bit, you know, darker? Well, I mean... Or is it yeah, just it's Constantine? So okay, oh, yeah. Again, um, forgive me, listeners. I, mean, I, I have no idea. I haven't read much Justice League Dark, so okay. okay. I just know the premise. Okay, it sounds pretty cool being mystic based, magical based. But I, I guess I'm just wondering, does that also necessarily translate to them being more brutal? Um, and you know, as their name say, the dark. You know, from Justice what I've dark. from what I've seen and read, yeah, it is more violent okay. and stuff than normal Justice League. Okay. Because, well, normal Justice League is going to be, like, you know... Yeah, of uh, Should be... It's like, like, kids will pick it up and everything, but mm. Justice League Dark is, like, all these characters that aren't... I'd be into that. Um, they're, like, all these kind of adult characters, like Swamp Thing was a horror character. Yeah. Uh, Dead Man, Zatanna... I mean, she's been around, but Constantine is definitely an adult character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, definitely. You know, Etrigan, the demon. Oh, yeah, the one that uh, speaks in rhyme. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, okay, the that fact, sounds quite appealing. Yeah. Um, the Spectre? Justice League Dark is worth watching. Yeah? Is this... Um, even though 
No, Spectre's not in. <sighs> um, because even though Batman feels incredibly shoehorned in, mm. he doesn't actually do anything. Because, like, they're Excellent. all magic users and he's not. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but he's, like, in the center of the poster for the DVD. It's Wow. Well, yeah. as you say, bums on seats, bums on seats. Yeah. I don't know. But, oh, and it did have a spin-off uh, animated movie, Constantine City of Demons, which I own, and it is awesome. Was that um, James like, Dematteis as well? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. City of Demons. So, okay. Yeah, he did a great job with City of Demons and a terrible mm-hmm. job with Red Sun. The late. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The City of Demons is quite recent, right? Is it recentish. Um. Maybe. It was 2019. Yeah. I think. Because had him, we had him, um, we had him on our other show, Moon Knight show, for our hundredth episode, and he was telling us about it. it. wasn't released yet, but he was saying that there's something coming. Constantine, I believe it was City of Angels or whatever, City of Demons. Um, yeah, that's good. It's good to okay. hear that. Good to hear that it came out well. It's good to hear that it was received well. Yeah, it would have been nice if um, I would like a sequel of some kind, but. Mm. Oh, look, we, we, we can't all have what we want. I want a series on, on Eben, but uh, <laughs> but we can't have that, can we? Is that yeah, Eben? well, I mean, I just I just remember there was like... Um, I think there was talks of a sequel, but they mustn't have okay. gone through. Seems like I, so, should be, yeah. I should be checking out this Constantine Vella. He sounds very interesting. I like the uh, Keanu Reeves. I've said this before. I like that movie. Um, yeah. He sounds pretty... And I know he's meant to be British and all that. So he yeah. makes it even more appealing. But uh, anyway. Okay, Justice League Dark. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, kind of... I think Constantine and Hellraiser kind of shows like um, Supernatural got yeah. a lot from it. It sort of started that oh, blue-collar okay. right. kind of magic okay. thing. Right. Where it's like blue collar guys, you know, because John's Constantine, he's blue collar and he's like mm-hmm. a magician, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorcerer, warlock, whatever you want to call him. Um, yeah, but nice. yeah. Okay. He's cool. I like him. Right. And and uh, and so Red Sun, which you we've just mentioned as well, we will yeah. be reviewing that with our friends over at the Krypton Report. Yes, we will. Ooh. So, listeners, uh, I always forget who's who. Superman Blue, which is Tyler, I'd imagine, and Superman Red, yes. which is James. They joined us in our last episode, which was a review of yep. Red Sun, the, the comic book miniseries or the, the event. And, uh, and we will be reciprocating in the near future. Connor will be reviewing on their show, a bit of a crossover, Red Sun, uh, yeah, the animated um, movie, which uh, yeah, you've already so you'll seen. Get- yeah. You'll get our proper thoughts on Red Sun mm-hmm. on that show. Uh, when it comes out, we'll share it and put it in the show notes and stuff and we'll mention it on the show. For now, my brief uh, spoiler-free review, I thought Superman was very good. Mm-hmm. I thought the voice actor, his name's just slipping me right now, but he was very good as Superman. Uh, Jason Isaacs, I think. Uh, but like, and there was a couple of neat little twists in the story, but that's mm-hmm. 
pretty much the only good stuff I have to say. The animation is cheap. Mm. Uh, looks like they've thrown it in. Uh, Just no effort put in whatsoever. Disappointing. disappointing. Yeah. Um, and the parts of the story they didn't change that much were just worse okay like so it's it's worth watching if you want time to kill or if you just want more superman Mm -hmm. it's worth watching also wonder woman's really annoying uh she says the same thing every single scene and it's like shut up she's parrots we get it okay right yeah well maybe Um, unfortunately that may seem to be jmd mataz not being able to write for her adequately i mean well he seems to have a big crush on her or something well not crush but he he writes her as like this flawless uh Mm. character it kind of feels like uh because she was kind of pathetic in the comic i guess Mm. because she was just so in love with him and she got used by him and then she ended up going screw this but like this seems to be just trying to take it in the opposite direction, but like overcompensating. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you know? did you did um, mention as well that there are a lot of liberties in this um, as an a- adaptation of the comic. Like, yeah, it does veer away more from... towards the start. Okay. So as I said, it's like it's worth watching every time to kill and stuff. Mm-hmm. But man, like they just they phoned it in. And yeah. I'm glad it's a different director for Justice League Dark, so... Okay. Does DC, uh, um, they're churning out the animated shows and stuff, aren't they? Like, they seem to be uh, a, lot, yeah. a lot more than, yeah, a lot more than Marvel in that regard. Like well, Marvel, con- Marvel have their big live-action properties, so... Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, so did DC, but they don't... Um, Come on! <laughs> no, I mean, as in, I mean, as in, getting your face out there. I mean, they've got uh, well, how many? One, they're two, not, three. They're not confident in their live action stuff, though. I mean, so, but if you but look they at know their, the animation uh, stuff is like a steady little source yeah. of income. I mean, but they have a presence with the live action. There's like what three or four shows on CW alone. There's one on Netflix. Oh, right. There's like yeah. I mean, they're there. So. Um, yeah, it, it's just funny because so's Marvel, but with their animation, with the exception of What If coming up now for for Disney Plus, uh, there's not much on the Marvel front. But um, no, I, I um I respect that from DC. I'd I'd love to get more into animated series and and movies actually because there's so much more scope that you can do. You don't have to worry about you know you know it's it's kind of like comics. You can you can branch out and have big budget you know scenes and stuff. Um, which would... well, that seems to be the problem. Yeah. Funnily enough, with these movies, is the budget. They don't get heaps of budget to do impressive animation. They can yeah right. do good animation, but you know yeah. But you know, I mean, like they can go to outer space and stuff because it's all animated. It's not real like, yeah. in the sense that they don't have to do CGI and, and special effects. But yeah, that is disappointing that they are kind of, as you say, phoning it in with the the animation, like. That's what, yeah, I do see that, like, with a lot of the stuff. It's like, why don't they make these cartoons better? I mean, you, you can just put a, like, l- uh, a little bit more effort into it. Uh, and the, the, Their older ones are better. Yeah. Stuff like Superman Shazam. Yeah, that was good. Is, I, like, I like that. Yeah. 
like legitimately good looking. Yes. Like it's good animation. Yeah. And yeah. this stuff now, like you know, like the some of it just looks potato. Mm. And in terms of Red Sun, it just looks dead. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Hard. Yeah, I'm just wondering like this day and age why we can't get even as a stock standard, even as a base level animation, we can't get something that looks half decent, you know what I mean? Um because yeah, when something looks cheap, it looks really cheap, you know. And you know, just like everything looks better. The Superman series in the nineties looked mm. better, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I was watching some but, of the. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, um, just one final point. I was watching some early two thousands, late nineties animation from Disney Plus for Marvel, right? You know, and Fantastic yeah. Four. The animation is awesome. Like you don't see that these mm. days. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. There's a lot of computers doing it cheaply, I think. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, you'll hear probably lots more of that on the Krypton Report when that episode comes out. Shout out to Tyler James, hello fellas. Yeah. So now let's go to Just Action it. Comics Action... one thousand twenty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had this one open first. Yeah. Now, Connor, can you, uh, um, can, sorry, before we start, can you answer something for me that's probably very obvious, very silly, but I have noticed it. Um, so Action Comics, on the label on the top left corner, you know, DC Universe, is this different from, because I've seen other comics without the DC Universe and they've got different numbering, is this like a parallel universe or something? What's going on? Uh, I have no idea. No? Okay. I don't, I don't really get or read many DC comics that aren't Superman. So I, honestly, I don't even look at the logo. Okay. Really, because I'll tell you. I mean, just frankly, where I came across it when we were looking. Well, you know, when we we're gonna, when we we're preparing to do this Flash Fifty Three. Um, don't ask me where or how, but I was looking for a copy of it, and I did a search for Flash Fifty Three, and there came up to be various Flash 53s, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, and some of them obviously years ago. Others looked more modern. But the um, there was one, I think, that had this particular DC Universe label on it, and it had 53, but it wasn't the one that we're looking for. So I'm just wondering what this DC Universe kind of label means. Uh, now. Is, that, is that the new... Not the new 52, is it, or...? I don't know, man. The okay. the labels change. Okay, sure. Now and then, you know, I don't I don't think there's any. Okay. I thought there was a distinction. Um, no, no, right. It's probably because I even saw it with some of the Wonder Woman's as well. But maybe the other labels were they looked modern, but maybe they were like a fair few years ago still. So yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. Excellent. Okay, got that out of the way. All right, so action one twenty. I guess one thousand twenty. I'll start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ramita sort of going back to that disproportionate Superman mm. that we talked about uh, with his like really super long arms and stuff, where he just looks like an ape. Uh, <laughs> and you know, there was some action at least, but like. The difference between this and 1017, it didn't look as good. Um, yeah. And I guess Connor Kent being in it, Superboy, that was a highlight. But other than that, it was just... It was very forgettable. But at least it wasn't as bad as the previous two issues. But, man... And the art was just... 
it felt lazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I'm just, because I'm looking at, it's Klaus Janssen as well as Inca, you know, is, is an institute in the industry. Um, although it looks, him coupled with JRJR, it's still, there's something, I don't know, it looks like um, they're using technology more or something. I don't know, the, the, the inking and the pencils, uh, well, the inking at least, just, it doesn't look Klaus Janssen to me. I, I don't know. It just, or maybe it's the colouring that is just so um, precise now because I think it's all done obviously digitally. It just gives it a different look, and and the Romita Junior art, yeah, I agree. There seems to be a bit of laziness to it. I mean, I was, I'm reading the Romita Junior, Dimitrius, um spider-man the lost years at the moment which was uh i don't know i think it was late 90s or the 2000s it's, it's the origin of of uh, ben riley the scarlet spider and Romita's art right. is beautiful in it it's like it's your classic Romita, and that's not that long ago and there's just so much detail in every panel like it's very kind of sin city with a lot of rain and stuff and you always get that kind of nice check texture when the rain bounces off the figures and he does yeah. he does that and i can just see like he spent way more time on that than he has on this issue and it kind of shows you know and yeah anyway i found the art anyway a bit lackluster um the story itself look i'm not too familiar with these is it the uh, what are they the legion of superheroes or something oh um, young justice the young justice not too familiar with them, so I can't say I'm invested too much in whatever it is they're doing. I, I, I can see the connections. There's a young Green Lantern, a young Wonder Woman, a young Jonah Hex, Flash, all that sort of stuff. And there's Connor. It's pretty cool punk Superman. Uh, but I don't know. This story was just... There was a, a lot happening. But at the same time, I didn't find it that interesting. I feel like if the art, if you put effort into the art, I would have enjoyed this issue. I'd agree. More. I'd agree as well. I'd agree. Because I think the plot's kind of serviceable because it's just Young Justice shows up and then there's like fighting, you know, and that's like fine, but it needs good artwork. You have some good uh, Ivan Reyes, you know, art, you know, good kind of like really, mm-hmm. really fleshed out artwork. Um, not not this thing where they're flying and then Romita Jr. can't be bothered drawing the legs, so he just does strike. I used to do that when I was in primary school, you know, drawing <laughs> superheroes. Can't be bothered doing the feet. Oh, I'll just draw some lines because they're flying. And that's what he's doing here. Yeah, He's no Kurt Swan uh, mm. in this particular issue. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 got the, you know, the credit and... And the respect oh, as an artist, yeah, he can. He's, he's a he's a good he is a good artist, and there's a reason why he's been around for so long. But it's just so obvious when it looks like it's not something that's really on his priority. Like we saw, um, remember year one issue three was some really great artwork. Yeah, yeah. in that issue yep. until we got to like you know the infamous uh, third act, but. <laughs> yeah, that's oh yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. That'll go down in history as one of the like the most radical declines in quality. I oh, think, yeah, uh, in my head anyway. Um, yeah, you're, you're thinking of rooftop, aren't you? Rooftop Trinity. That's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but there was some beautiful art in that. Uh, even I think issue two, underwater, like that there was a reveal of Atlantis, brilliantly drawn. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So we know we all know that he can do it, but it's yeah. just it is disappointing when he doesn't. That's all. Yeah, and he, I don't know what his workload's like now. But he's not, you know, he is not doing it. In fact, going to. I can't. I can't really leave and get my trade because I do have it in a nice hardcover. Yeah. But he did a series with Jeff Johns that I loved. Okay. Uh, probably more because of Johns' writing than his art, but his art was good enough. It was called Superman and the Men of Tomorrow. Okay. Um, it was a New Fifty Two arc. Uh, let's see. Uh, Johns Ramita Junior. The art was getting some flack there too, but. Oh, you're yeah. You're telling me about this um, Remedy Junior art before of Superman. Like he's got some of the ape stuff going on with Superman, but it looks it just looks a lot nicer. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll post an image in Skype, and you'll see what I mean. Yeah, this this is like an example of this isn't like the best art from the series. This is just an example of like it's the first thing I found, but it still looks yeah. better. Yeah. Than this. So are you sending it through... Skype. Oh, yep. Ah, there we go. There's our baby. Yeah, I mean, that looks good. I mean, yeah, jeez, it is... Why does he always draw Superman like an ape? Uh, it's a little... I don't know. He doesn't do it all the time in that series, but, uh, you know, like... Yeah, he's drawing like an ape there, but the art still looks better. The art... I think it's it's down to the inking there as well. Well, the inking's quite yeah. nice, because there's some... There's actually some definition with some of the inking, the line work. You know, it's not all just one generic thick stroke, which you kind of get in this action 1020. Um, yeah, no, very nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's Jesus. good. Actually, I'll send this because this is like a good page. Right, let me uh, let me pull it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yep. Sure, it's not his best work, but it's it's miles above this. It is. It is miles above it. And I wonder also, we're just looking at this work. Uh, that's okay. I'm just wondering like whether it's the the colouring as well. But the the colourist here is doing okay. Nothing. They're doing nothing wrong. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's the um yeah. Unfortunately, I guess it, it might be. It might be. You know, it might be the inking. But, like, I think I'm pretty sure that was Klaus Janssen as well, though. Yeah, but but then again, so, yeah, how quickly did these guys do it for Action 1020, you know, compared to that? It, it all comes down to how much time they invested in... Because, again, Klaus Janssen, you'd know that he does he can do a good job. Like, uh, followed his work. Yeah, out, they... Yeah. Is, is you know. It, yeah. Um, oh, actually... Superman the Men of Tomorrow was... Yes, it was Klaus Janssen. Okay. But it was also Ramita Jr.'s first ever DC ah. work, so maybe he was... Okay, you know, maybe out to impress. Or just, like, a bit more conscious of his work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and then, who, I mean, who knows? As you say, maybe he's got some other projects on at the moment and he's really being spread thin. I mean, that's why action's a bit... Because I know he mentioned, I, I listened to, a, I think, a, a little shout-out to our fellow collective members, the Inner Demons. Um, I believe Brian Biggie, he spoke to 
John Romero Jr. in one of the conventions, and he was um, kind of plugging his creator-owned uh, comic that he was working on oh. and writing on. I think also writing as well. So he might be doing that as well. You know, he's got he's probably got some things in the in the pipeline. That is, and he's maybe seem a bit harsh, but I think he's writing his name here with DC. You know, um, he's just writing off the back of his name. Yeah. To to get some of the work here, and he just churns it out. But because it's not, I don't think it's. I wouldn't say it's un, unacceptable, but it's it's it is unacceptable from what you'd expect from John Romita Jr. Let's just say that. And, like, a lot of people don't like the art right now. Um, mm. But, you know, I mean, like, it, like I'm a... We're both JRJR guys. Yeah. And we're, you know, not really digging this art. No. Um, man, I hope he comes to Australia, though. Oh, that'd be cool. I love for him to draw stuff on me. It's like, I just have to choose between Daredevil and Superman is the only problem. <laughs> you can uh, ask him to do both, Daredevil versus Superman. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Or, you maybe know, just Daredevil surfing on Superman's back as yeah, he's flying. I yeah. think that'd be cool. Maybe you're teaming up instead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of reminds me when Daredevil's riding around on Silver Surfer's surfboard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shenanigans. Uh, yeah. But, um, all right, well, that that I don't have anything else to say about this issue, really. No, I mean, only the only thing I mentioned, which I mentioned before, was that because I don't know these, um, sorry, Connor, who are these again? Young Justice. I don't know them yeah. too well, so I didn't have a connection with them as much as, I, you know, most readers who would um, have. So uh, that kind of hindered it for me. But that's the inexperience, you know what I mean? So... That's... I mean, if you just got the fact that they're like a team of their sidekicks, it's, you know... I know, but I didn't really care for them. Like, yeah. I like I'm not... like. Uh... Yeah, if you literally don't know who any... Like, the only reason I really cared was because of Superboy. Yeah. And I don't know who he is, so yeah. that's why. But you know, Otherwise, you... I wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, but if you're a fan of Young Justice or you're a fan of a few of these characters, you'd really dig this issue because they're in it. It's like, oh, cool. You know, what do they get up to? What are they doing? But... For me, it was like, yeah, they're here. They're just guests. They're doing something. Uh, well, Bendis is writing Young Justice, actually. Okay. Uh, and I've heard... I mean, this is around when the first issue came out. I have no idea what it is now, but I heard that the first issue was good, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yep. So, I'll give this, like, a 4 out of 10... Yeah, I, it I, I was so. passable, but the artwork is not passable. So, yeah, um, I'd agree with you in that sense. I give a four as well because basically, I think this issue is pretty much forgettable. Um, I've got no inclination to come back. Um, it, it seems part of a greater story. Nothing massive happened in it for me. So, um, yeah, it's going to be forgotten. <laughs> I actually already forgot about it. <laughs> Not that long after I read yeah. it. So, <laughs> yeah. Me too. Um, let's go to the other one, which is, to me, Chalk and Cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is Batman Superman issue seven. This is like Bizarro Action Comics 1020 <laughs> because it's like, it's great. Um, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed so, this. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, ba- Batman Superman 7. Uh, so we've spoken pretty highly, generally, of this series. And as we both had, like, expectations for this next arc, because it's not going to be connected to any DC event. Mm-hmm. No and it's more... also going to be Superman-related, too. Yes, and, and Batman Who Laughs Free. Yes, exactly. So it's not tying into anything. It's just its own story. Yep. And uh, it met my expectations. <laughs> mm, yeah. Look, I, I'd admit that I was a little, um, I guess, wary that, well, when I saw that it wasn't David Marquez, because I think one of the big pulls for me as well it was his great art in the, in the first Same. arc. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised with this. It's a, it's a totally different style, but it's one of those appealing styles of art that is um, just cleaner, uh, it, it kind of reminds me, I don't know, uh, it's really weird. It, you probably may not see a little bit of it. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought a little bit of um, Michael Red and a, a little bit of um, David Ayer, you know, so... Yeah, kind of. If they had a, if they had a love child, <laughs> it would be kind of this artist. But it was just really nice, and and, and I think you mentioned Connor. It, it harkened back to like the Silver Age. Yes, which is a great appeal. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, like a in a more, a more modern tone, mm. I suppose. Um, but like, you know the. General Zod throwing the bottled city into the Lazarus pit, like the dead bottled city. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, the big silver thing out there was, like, at the end, you have this awesome shot of all these, like, tiny Kryptonians mm. flying towards Ra's Superman and Batman, yeah. um, which is great. Because, uh, like, the, they, the Kandorians, they always popped out a lot in, like, the Silver Age, and they'd be buzzing around like mini Superman. Yeah. And now it's, like, the evil zombie versions Mm. and uh, that's awesome in fact i think this was uh i remember in that grant morrison action comics run uh that's what the phantom king wanted to do he wanted to turn uh candor into like a bunch of super zombies yes right yeah well this was a lot of fun i mean it reminded me of the lazarus pit reminds me a bit of pet cemetery like you know <laughs> bringing back people but they're just not totally right um so i love that aspect yeah. and and the kandorians coming back so that splash page at the end was brilliant um even the the use of uh, razal ghoul i think was really good cool. everything kind of kept on ticking along really well um and you kind of felt that you went on a particular journey um because what was it because they encounter razal ghoul and they they first think that you know, he's there to fight them, but he's actually looking for General Zod. Zod. Yeah. So everything kind of slowly ties. And there's a bit of humour as well. I loved it where he's um, saying, you can take my, what is it, demon wing or something, his mode of transport, and he's sipping tea with Batman next to him. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just found that that funny. Um, Another very funny moment was when he does the typical villain thing. He drops a smoke bomb. Yeah. And he's like, see you later. And then Superman just catches him out of the oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. smoke bomb using his x-ray vision and super speed. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's try that again. Yeah, because it's not going to fall. I mean, someone with Superman's capabilities, a smoke bomb and disappearing is not going to work. I mean, the guy's just too no. fast. But um, 
no, no, I loved it. I, I loved it. Um, and, and just it's got that little spin to it. I mean, so Williamson, he's come up with a, I don't know, it's just refreshing. It may not seem like an original idea, but this whole thing about, um, yeah, about the Kandorians being used, tying it in with the Lazarus pit, so that ties in with Razar Gould. Gould. It's, um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and even this is for someone that doesn't really know the DC universe that much, but I know of those aspects. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I I think I actually think it's pretty original because I just kind of want to be in the same room as him when he came up with this premise. Mm. Like, <laughs> Candle's dead. Let's drop it into the Lazarus pit. And yeah. I wonder if this is like a roundabout way of maybe resurrecting the Candorians as well. Yeah. After they got uh, Rogel Zard. Um, yeah. Well, decimated, but, uh, aren't they? They're, they're gone, aren't they? Well, yeah, I mean, they're all dead. Well, they're until now. Yeah. So this is a nice way to kind of bring them back. Yeah, and as I said, this issue, like, this issue has everything. It has, like, you know, really nice character interactions. Yeah. It has drama. It has humour. You know, it's really well paced. Very well paced, I think. Uh, there was no moment that I was like checking what page am I on? How much longer do I have to go? <laughs> you know, I was just reading it just for the sake because it was just enjoyable. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. And it's just, yeah, for it's like this is everything you kind of want in a comic when you pick one up. Hmm. Like it just it's a package that comes with everything, and it's just a really, and it's really fun team up as well yeah like they're not they're not angsty rivals in this mm. yeah um so they're not always going i disapprove of your methods i disapprove of yours yeah Urgh, and like growling at each other because um, yeah, yeah cause that can that can get tiresome you you know especially like on batman's behalf it's like oh come on like how he's thought of everything and he's planned for everything so it, it's good that Williamson he just doesn't tap into that at all and they're just I mean, this, this, yeah yeah it harkens back to the old world's finest you know when they were best mm. friends yeah um and uh i i really like uh the dialogue from superman around mm. the start what's he saying uh just let's see so it, both our stories start the same with loss and we both deal with it in the same way we keep ourselves busy so the ghosts never catch us i really liked yeah I like when they point out similarities between each other as opposed to the really obvious contradictions. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, yeah, well, we we know that they're like day and night and stuff like that. So it's kind of refreshing yeah. to have them connect with each other instead. Yeah. No. Uh, which is important in like a duo book, like a buddy, a buddy cop. <laughs> yeah. Book, oh, no, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it kind of um, threw my expectations as well. I, From the beginning, like on the cover, uh, Zod and Raz, you know, who shall possess, I, I thought they were in cahoots, you know, so I thought it was just going to be a typical Batman-Superman versus both of them because they've teamed up together, but it's not so. It's actually... Yeah. Uh, Raz al Ghul is actually hunting um, General Zod, so... Um, so yeah, it just makes it quite interesting that dynamic. Um, I guess they're, yeah. I guess they're all against Zod, but even then you've got this kind of dodgy character in Raz Al Ghul on your on your side as well. Yeah, yeah. We don't know if Raz is necessarily going to stay on because mm. he's he's in it for his interests. Yes, 
Yeah. Um, which happens to be not having a bunch of crazy Kryptonians running around. Um, but what a great cover, though. It is a good cover. I like the art. I really do like the art. Yeah. It reminds me, the cover reminds me a lot of Frank Quitley. Yeah, right. You mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the the close-ups and the... So who was this? Mm-hmm. Um, Darrington? Uh, it's it's really interesting because he, he, he or she can go through different um, styles and I loved his extreme close-ups of uh, General Zod's eyes at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, that reminded me of Juan Jose Rip, who um, one of my favourite artists, um, where he's very kind of really detailed. But then he has his very stylized looks um, in certain other panels as well. Um, mm. So they, yeah, really different styles. I love that uh, first splash page of Superman and Batman descending. Yeah. With Metropolis in the background, like I love, he it, it's not Marquez anymore, but he's kept the same sort of tone mm. for the artwork. Yeah, in terms of their character designs. Yeah, and like I'm liking their character designs here better than any other DC book because it looks. Um, I don't want to say comic booky because it doesn't make much sense, but it mm. looks kind of like uh, cartoony, but like old school yeah. cartoons, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's, hard, it's hard to exp- describe, but... Well, Superman looks very classic, um, and I, I actually like this uh, black and grey Batman. Yeah, I love how Batman looks. Yeah. It, looks uh, it reminds, reminds me a lot of um, something we should read at some point called World's Finest. It's the Dave Gibbons mini, but Steve oh, okay. Rude did the artwork. Okay. And it was a very retro-style Batman and Superman in mm-hmm. that book. Um, like, the, the art is just gorgeous. Cool. So, but uh, yeah, um, so, I could talk about this comic more, but it's <laughs> not the main feature. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, but like, may- maybe we'll do the trade at some point later on, who knows. Yeah. Um, but, uh, did you have any final thoughts? Oh no! Just um, just other than a score, I'd, I'd say. Um, do you want to go first, or do you, do you want? Uh, yeah, to I'll yeah. I'll give this eight zombie Kryptonians out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes with my purchase recommendation. Mm-hmm. I recommend you purchase this to uh, for two things because it's awesome, mm-hmm. uh, and you should support the book as well because this mm-hmm. is a really gr- this is the best superman or batman book that dc's pumping out right now mm-hmm. and i think it does deserve support from your wallet you know mm. um you know like everyone who's really angry with like bendis and tom king and stuff will come read this book instead yeah you know like uh this is great both characters are in form here it's a lot of fun you know i've gone over already uh yeah eight out of ten recommend you purchase yeah I, I I'm I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd give it a, a solid seven and a half. I would um I, I'm ex- I'm looking forward to the next issue. You, you know what? And yeah. Um, if anything, and this may be an unfair way of scoring, but since this is really just a setup issue, um, because there's there's so much more of the story to tell, and this can only totally. and this can only tell so much. So that's why I've given it a seven and a half. I, I'd imagine as a trade for this arc, um, I'd. I'd end up giving it 
a lot higher uh, if yeah. it keeps up this quality that it has. But um, it's really got me invested for uh, the coming uh, issues for this. It, it, for me, it is, a, I think, a standout of the, the DC books that I've been reading lately. So yeah. uh, definitely, and, and um, if you're worried about the art, don't be because uh, it's really, it, depending. I mean, you might not be your style, but it's, um, it's very nice to look at. I mean, so aesthetically, you can't go wrong. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and the story, the pacing, everything that we mentioned. So yeah, good seven and a half. Um, uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, definitely worth checking out the whole mm. the whole story, the whole arc. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah no, I was close to that actually, like scoring it because it's, like it's just an opener. Mm. Mm. I mean, but it's I, unfair. Well, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but then I just figured, oh, what the hell, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, yeah, no, so glowing recommendations from both of us. Mm. Uh, so I am I'm glad this is on my pull list. Like, yeah. this is something that, you know, if I if I cut, if I had to cut my pull list completely, this would not be cut. This would yeah. be, like, the one comic that would remain on there. <laughs> um, yeah. That being said, it's competition isn't, like, you know... I guess it's got Green Lantern Morrison to contend with, but it also Ooh. has, like, just Bendis as the other stuff. So. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. But who knows? Do, do you know how long Bendis is sticking around for, for Superman? Is he going to... Is he here for the long haul, or... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope... I'm sure you'd say that you'd hope not. You'd be there for, for, for not long. But I, I wonder mean, how much they're like... going for. Uh, riders come and go. You know, Superman yeah. will have a good rider again. I'm not. Yeah. It's not like I'm in a huge hurry for Bendis to leave. Mm. I mean, I would like him to leave, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's not causing me any stress no. or anything. Yeah. Because it's like, well, Superman's just in a bad run right now. Yeah. Kind of been like that for me since Rebirth. So. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing as well. Like, I think you've touched upon it. Um, you have these big ticket names. You have these superstars of writers and artists there and, and they're going to bring a whole lot to the title. But then you have these guys that hardworking writers like Williamson, you know, doesn't mm. really share the same sort of limelight as your Bendis's or, you know, your top tier writers, but just doing solid work. I mean, Williamson knows how to, to craft a, a story, knows how to come up with some good ideas. And it's, it's just unfortunate that, you know, I guess they get, they get overlooked sometimes because, they're not as in the public eye. Um, they're not controversial. Like, you, yeah. you have more people reading and talking about Bendis and Tom King despite the fact that they hate them. Mm. But they're ignoring, like, this run, mm. which is actually good yeah. about these characters they love, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's 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 really strange. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, we can persuade a few people if they haven't touch this title yet to just at least give it a go because uh guaranteed you won't be disappointed it's yeah yeah anyway yeah no absolutely i i you know i I don't tell people to like financially support a comic much but i reckon this is definitely worth it to boost its sales because uh batman comics have always had weird sales for some reason but uh, Mm. i think you know while while james is on here yeah and maybe editorial's not hovering over his shoulder as much as some of the other titles, could, could so he can more do what he wants. Yeah, could be. Yeah, absolutely. Have you have you collected mm-hmm. much um, Batman Superman over the years, or is this the first real big one for you? Or 
So I haven't read, like, the really famous Loeb and McGuinness stuff. Okay. Um, I didn't realise that was a famous... uh, I didn't realise that was a famous run of theirs, but yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I guess maybe famous is the wrong word, but, like, I think it's considered, like, the best Uh run with the two characters. It's called Superman and Batman. Um, And But, like, I did read uh, all of Greg Pak's run. Oh, yeah. In New 52, which was very good. And he was also writing action comics as okay. well. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there was, there was some really good... Uh, he, he actually brought back the Phantom King uh, oh, in his wow. run, which was a pretty good story. Um, and I've read The World's Finest mini. Mm-hmm. And I read the... You know, I've read, like, a bunch of their crossovers. I read, the, like, some Silver Age World's Finest stuff. So, yeah, I guess I guess I have read a lot of Batman Superman. It's just that big kind of lower chunk that's missing. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah, really. That's supposed to be good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, shall we go to the main event, then? I think it's time. All right. So, let's fly over to central city alrighty let's go up 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 and and away flash and the piper ruminate about gotham's finest villain when it's revealed that piper is homosexual Wally West is notably shaken by this and makes a hasty exit, much to Piper's amusement. He meets up with Superman, who has a favour to ask. Jimmy Olsen, having found himself embroiled in some trouble with a metahuman called the Silver Squid, and Esquilito, forces Superman to um, and Flash to poke around San Felipe to investigate whether Esquilito, thought dead for two years, is actually alive or not. Flash runs over to San Felipe, Chile. Uh, while Superman investigates the CIA in Langley, Virginia. Wally West discovers that although San Philippe looks like paradise, the society still appears in squalor. Suspicious of staff within the US Embassy, Wally spots a shady-looking man headed out to sea and discovers beyond lies the island where the El Presidente keeps prisoners. Flash navigates past a series of electric nets, mines and barbed wire before arriving at the island with a crew of armed gunmen waiting. It's not long before Wally discovers Esquilito alive and well on the island and still functioning as a president. Superman discovers that the Silver Squid, aka Morgan Rule, was ex-CIA and in allegiance with Esquilito. Things turned sour when Morgan Rule wanted out, resulting in Escalito torturing and killing his family. Superman, now with the truth about Morgan Rule, flies off hoping that Jimmy isn't an innocent victim of the Silver Squid's vengeance. Meanwhile, Escalito reveals to the Flash how he has the protection of the CIA, but in an instant the Flash abducts Escalito, leaving the G-Men behind on the island. Superman reconvenes with the Silver Squid and Jimmy Olsen just as the Flash arrives with Escalito. Silver Squid attempts to kill Escalito, but is too slow for the Flash, who grabs Jimmy out of the way as Superman deals with the vengeful ex-CIA agent. Having tried to boost his powers of electricity with amphetamines and steroids, it's not long before the Silver Squid snuffs out right before Superman. In a final flourish, it's revealed that it's the Pied Piper in Flash's suit, 
and Wally had snuck around to grab Jimmy whilst the Silver Squid was distracted. Superman asks where Escalito is, and the Flash remarks that he's uh, dropped him off downtown, screaming and acting the fool. So, yep, uh, that was Flash number 53. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I was just distracted here, Connor. On the cover as well, this was uh, coinciding with the Flash TV series. <laughs> Cause it says, oh, really? It says, watch the Flash Saturday nights on CBS TV. So, uh, yeah, that's funny. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It's a little different. I guess my expectations weren't uh, weren't realised in it. Well, they uh, didn't race. They didn't, number one, they didn't race. Um, and it was a very, I guess it was a, there was a bit of social commentary to it. Uh, it was more to do with, you know, Despot and, and the president. Um I don't know. That's what I liked about it. Okay. Like, I love the CIA uh, funding this dictator bit. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can see the merit in it and and the appeal for something a little different in this sense. But I don't know. With the Flash and Superman together, I was expecting more fireworks, more something more flamboyant in their adventure. Mm. Um, I, I guess... I guess I was pleasantly surprised, mm-hmm. whereas you were unpleasantly surprised by the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I, yeah, I, I'd say you were probably surprised. I was uh, probably a little underwhelmed, yeah, by it. Right. But, I yeah. mean, having said that, I mean, on the second reading, because when I read it the second time to, to write up the synopsis, uh, I did enjoy it a lot more. Um, so maybe because my expectations were... A bit more realistic because I knew what to expect, uh, and and it was a it was a strong a strong story, you know, nothing really could be said about it, um, but yeah. As I said to you on Facebook, I just wish they took on the CIA after this, but yeah, yeah, they didn't. Uh, yeah. So there were a, a few loose threads. I mean, even um, I found the ending a little weird. I mean, I know they they just dropped Escalito at the on the street just ranting and, and, and raving, but were they going to pick him up later as well and then and then have him meet Justice? Or... Yeah, I think they went for the more comedic tone mm. for the ending as opposed to, like, a sort of wrapping up or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Which is, yeah, it was good. I mean, the whole tone of the... Of the, um, the book was, was quite nice, um... It being a flash book as well, I guess that's to be expected, right? I mean, he's a bit more cynical, Wally West, and a bit more, a bit more jokey. Um, I think yeah, Wally West is a bit more comedy from what yeah. I've seen, but I wouldn't really yeah. know enough to say if he's more cynical or not. Okay. Um, I've I've read pretty much no standalone Flash, so mm-hmm. yeah. although I do know that yeah, I, I do know the I do I do know the situation with Flash right now with Barry being dead and stuff because I read Crisis, but okay, and I read some uh, JLA from this era as well, which had Superman and Wally West mm. yeah. on the same team together. Um, well, look, I'm still very interested in the Flash actually. Out of the DC, one of the um, all the big, the main big characters appeal to me. Um, like Green Lantern, The Flash, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. 
pretty much. Um, I like how there's one major character conspicuously missing from that lineup. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, look, I don't hate I don't hate Batman. It's just I'm not that interested in in him. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, I, fair enough. I mean, like these. Yeah, I love. Um, yeah, these guys are all very different. Yeah, I think the Flash is one of those people that I think. Like, if you hated the Flash as a character, yep, I wouldn't really get that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I why would you hate him? Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me too. He seems like just a really, seems like a really fun character. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so yeah, no, I don't. Know. I, I enjoyed this. Um, what did you think of the art here? I thought it was good. Uh, there was like a couple of panels where. Just one part I'm looking at where, like, Superman's face in the background is in that detail. But I thought the art was... I mean, it's house style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's good, though. It's, like... It doesn't feel like I'm reading, like, you know, an issue from the Superman book. It definitely feels different. Mm-hmm. And I like... I really like how Superman looks in this book. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I liked... I liked the art. Yeah. Yeah, me too as well. I didn't find anything. I, I like the way that the um, the Flash. I mean, obviously his book, um, but the way the Flash is, is drawn when he's so super speedy. Um, mm. Yeah, Superman. I, I guess also the other thing as well. It's all, all about the um, the bells and whistles, Connor. I guess wanted to see a bit more of um, of their powers because I find that really interesting. Uh, I mean, of course, Superman. He didn't really have to do. He doesn't have to do much. Really, he uses his X-ray vision uh, at Langley to to look up, you know, some information. Yeah, ironically, he does the brains part, like he does mm. investigating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the the guy beat the crap out of him at the start. Yeah, that that's um, and that's really not explained, is it? I mean, why was he beaten I, so well by? I assumed it was magic, but it's not. Um, I guess, I guess at this point, like this is still, this is still kind of burn era ish Superman. So Superman is weaker than he is now. Right. So. Yeah, because yeah, he was very. This is before his power up after he comes back to life. He's closer to golden age levels than silver age. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he does a few things. I love how the flash was running on water i mean that that's pretty cool yeah but i would have loved to have seen a bit more nifty tricks i guess i'll have to watch um or read was it flashpoint or something that's, that's a big flash book isn't it where yeah he's so fast he goes back in time or something and i, f- I find that very interesting like his power the with the speed force or well, what it can and can't do uh, I just yeah i've it. seen the animated movie oh, yeah? which was good yeah yeah okay. but you, um, you know the whole story pretty much right of the flashpoint and what happens or well i know it from the animated okay. movie which i think hit the same kind of broad strokes okay and i know it oh. resulted in the new 52 uh-huh. um barry messed up the timeline so okay yeah okay. yeah well that's it yeah the main the main crux of it i guess um yeah i mean uh, yeah sorry uh, i liked how clark kent was drawn Yes, um, me too, as well. Yeah, yeah. I like the, the, you know, I like Clark Kent's style in this era, like the big glasses and the. Yes. Um, 
And, and I like how he just goes and he's like, oh, look, we all know that the CIA is funding. It's common knowledge that he's funding this dictator. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just it gave me those Golden Age vibes because I complained before about how, like, one of my only complaints about this era of Superman is that he, you know, he's, like, he's not a government stooge, but he's... Right. He's reluctant to call them out on their crap. Or I, 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 don't, I don't really know how to put it, but mm-hmm. he doesn't... The stories didn't really deal much with the U.S. government being shady. Yeah. In fact, it was very, like, pro-U.S. government a lot of... Uh, maybe not pro... I don't know. <sighs> Sorry. It's hard to explain, but <laughs> Superman was more like... Yeah, America. Yeah, I, sure. Yeah. Anyway, but this is like, hey, you know, I know you guys are doing shady stuff. And it just, I don't know, it just gave me those warm, golden age feelings. Okay. That's um... Cool. That's cool. So I was, I was about to know. ask as well. Like, um, were you happy? I mean, that's probably answered it for me. But were you happy with the interpretation of Superman in this? Yeah. Was, was there anything that kind of really stuck out? Going, oh, that's not really Superman's, you know, vibe. No. no? Okay. So it was kind of it was it was uh, respected. The uh, the yeah, characters I think, were respected. I think with Superman appearing in other books around this era, they're more likely to get him right than not. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so, um, yeah, and although well, I guess I will, after John Byrne, they did stop slicking back Clark Kent's hair, so it's, his oh, hair's okay. always, like, similar to Superman's, but yeah, whatever, that's just, like, an extremely minor quibble. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, so you're, you're referring to how he's here, right? Because his hair's pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the look of it as well. Um, yeah. It's got a strong jawline. Strong jawline. And what was this? Yeah. Um, could you explain to me, maybe it's a bit... Um, with the Piper, I'll try. <laughs> the, the Piper dressing I up as the, the Flash. I mean, as well, isn't the Flash oh. quick, quick enough to just do everything anyway? Why does he need a second person to pretend that he's the Flash while he steals Jimmy? Couldn't he, in effect, do everything? Like, because he's so fast. You know what I mean? Flash need to show him that he had. Um. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah, Flash showed him that he had the dictator. Yeah. So that the dude would let Jimmy go before he did anything. Yeah, and then he and then he pushed the the dictator towards the guy. Um. But the guy's gone, right? The dictator's gone. Yeah, so he pushes him. Well, but the dictator's then... the dictator is the Flash. Oh, yeah, because like you remember they oh no they put the dictator somewhere else, but the, the Flash is dressing up as the dictator. Oh, okay, right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought so. We can get close enough to him to yeah. whack him with a chair and also free Jimmy. Um, Oh, okay. I got all that. I didn't. Okay, because I thought I thought that that was the dictator, and then when he pushed him, somehow the Flash kind of took Esquilito out and chucked him into the no. street, and that's okay. And that's why he's not there anymore. And then I was wondering, okay, well, and then you got the Flash without a shirt on, and then you got the other Flash coming in. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anyway, because you're honest, you don't, his fa- the dictator's facial details now are super detailed. It looks like he's wearing like a fake mustache and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
It just seems a little, yeah, it's a little overcomplicated for what it needs to be. Um, I don't know. I just kind of took it for what it is. Okay. Like I, I read it. I didn't have any problems with it. Um, it was just a not saying you're dumb. Or <laughs> it was just. I might. Little... I may be implying it, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, but I mean, because then you know the Flash is hitting the guy. Isn't he fast enough then to also take Jimmy? Why does he need someone else to dress up as the Flash, i.e. Piper, to take him away? You know, you know what I mean. Because you, it needs got... to look like Flash was delivering the dictator. So yeah. That... The guy would let go of Jimmy because he wouldn't let go of Jimmy if he didn't. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I understand the role of the Piper there, but his role isn't really like his main role wasn't to take Jimmy away. I'm sure the Flash could have done that himself. His role oh, was well, the that, Flash is busy trying to beat up the bad guy. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's busy, but like it only takes him a split second, and then he can actually do both. He can do everything, right? He's he's really quick. He he can he can yeah, well, do all of that. I don't know. Yeah. But he <laughs> like, can, I don't know, know like. Is he quick enough to do that here, or is he not? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah um, but anyway. But no, that that actually does... You pointed out a big thing there about him dressing up as Esquilito. That does clarify that. But yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Do you know much about the Piper? This whole thing about him being homosexual? No, that was really odd. At the um, beginning as well. Like They're talking about the Joker being gay. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny, but it was also weird. And it's I love very his, weird, yeah. I love Wally's reaction when he's like, well, except me, of course. Yeah, that's right. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, it was yeah, it was enjoyable. Not, you know, if you if you ask me, I enjoyed Batman Superman a lot more than this, but um, but I'm happy I, I, yeah, happy I read it. That's tough competition. That is, yeah. And, uh, and, and a big thanks for, for Phil as well for um, for requesting this one and recommending it. Um, I'm still keen on checking out more Flash as well, Phil. So, um, you know, you've done your job there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else here, Connor, you'd like to, to mention? I don't really have anything no? new. Okay. Well, shall we go into shall we go into the ratings? Sure. Um, I guess you go first this time. Let's just rate it flashes out of flashes. Okay. Um, I would give this a a, a good. I guess. Oh, I'm, I'm teetering on five and a half to six um, out of ten. Um, just because, yeah. I mean, as I mentioned before, I, I was a little underwhelmed and and um my expectations were something different um but on the second read as well it's not it's not a bad it's not a bad issue by any means um but i'm all about the you know extra all about the larger than life stuff um especially for these characters like superman and the flash so um uh, i would have loved to have seen them kind of do more with their powers um i i felt they were written really well and they kind of bounce off each other quite well um but yeah i'd say uh, give it a six six flash out of six flashes out of ten how, how about you connor um i'll give it 6.5 okay my enjoyment level was higher but i'm just looking at it you know mm. um and it's like good yeah it's it's fun and i like the cia stuff um you know uh I guess I would have. I think this 
ironically, I think this could have gone for maybe a couple of issues. I don't know. Like, I, mm. I, it's six. Like, it, it's a six point five to seven for me. It's okay. in, it's like kind of like those two. I guess the reason I'm not rating it seven is because it's not as good as other sevens. Yeah, yeah. That I've rated, which is the only reason I'm giving it six point five. Otherwise, I probably would give it a seven. But um, okay. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Uh, so it was, it was fun mm-hmm. with some you know tongue in cheek stuff, which I liked. Yeah, when Flash um, arrives on San Philippe, and he's got the is it the top topless women in the bikinis, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, that his, was funny. His comments and thoughts, yeah. So I like I like that kind of just, just juvenile funny stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay, excellent. Well, it's, it's a pretty decent score, I think, for both of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very uh, once again. Thank you to Phil, Phil, me, and Perich for that request. Um, enjoyable read. Yeah, awesome. Um, so we only have two requests left. We have the Superman Strength Mini, which I just love the name of, um, mm. and the standalone issue set in the animated series universe mm-hmm. with 22 short stories, which mm-hmm. I've heard is very, very good. And then we, and that's from. Uh, can't remember his name right now. I'm very sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, it was a we'll, Twitter we'll, request. Yes, we'll. And then it up. from Noel, we have whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Mm. Those are the only requests we have left. Uh, is that going to be the next thing we do? Who knows? We haven't decided what we're doing next episode yet. Exactly. Uh, we'll decide that off air. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you guys will know for sure with discussion threads and stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, yeah, and speaking of discussion threads, actually, although we didn't get much feedback on our Facebook group, um, we did get some audio feedback, Connor. Yes, we did, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, a good friend of the show, fellow collective member, Phil, Phil me and Perich, um, he requested it, and he's actually dropped some feedback too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, let's play this off now, and, uh, yep, let's hear from Phil. Take it away, Phil. Hello, Connor and Ray. Phil here from the Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast. Okay, now that that um, not-so-subtle plug is out of the way, I just thought I would uh, send you my thoughts on Flash number 53, especially since I'm the one who requested it. Um, I just really have great thoughts about this issue oh, sounds like i'm bragging um i just have good feelings about this issue um it's one of the first ones i started collecting uh flash with uh issue 51 so two issues before this i of course went back and got all of wally west series but it was just very weird because i my love of the flash started with the john wesley ship series on uh, the tv series from 1990 so I went from that to the uh, comic series. So I picked it up and I was like, wait a minute. It was Barry Allen on the TV show. And I was like, wait a minute. Who the hell is Wally West? So thus began my lifelong, uh, well, you know, I love many, most of the Marvel and DC stuff. So uh, a lifelong obsession with the Flash, along with Batman, Superman, you know, and all those immortal people. Uh but yeah, I this is I lo- probably one of my favorite eras of the Flash is Mark Wade, but 
as I said, just nostalgia and everything. I love this time. The Flash seems like a very down-the-earth person. I love this era of Superman. Like, that's like my sweet spot, maybe because that's when I started collecting, is like between the John Byrne Man of Steel and Death of Superman. Although, close second is like all the 90s Superman after he comes back. And yes, I can even say, I mean, not that it's the best series, but I could say I still hold a special place for that electric Superman, Connor. Oh, I'm going to have to have Ray read that someday. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I love this era of Superman. He's very, he's still powerful, but he's like more down to earth, as I was saying. And I just love the themes of this uh, issue with French, you know, basically friendship, you know, Superman and Jimmy and then Wally and uh, the Pied Piper who uh, comes out in this issue. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this is before the Speed Force and everything. So yeah, that's why uh, Wally has to eat all those ta- was it tacos he was eating. But yes, uh, it's just a fun era all around just in DC, just all the characters. I mean, mm, I miss it. Because, I don't know, just some of the stuff DC does these days. There are good and bad, but, you know. Uh, the good being always... <clears throat> hey, Ray, Batman, Batman, Batman. Uh, no, I can't say that. Nightwing also. But, alright. Uh, enough of my rambling. I can't wait to hear what you guys thought of Flash 53. Uh, I'm sure Connor are going to have to explain uh, some stuff to Ray. Uh, I hope uh, Connor takes it easy on this issue. But, uh... Great work, guys. Can't wait to hear what you think, and I'll catch you later. See ya. Yes, thank you, Phil. Phil Perich with some thoughts there on Flash 53. Um, very cool, and and as you mentioned, kind of very, um, I was expected, it, it holds a particular significance to Phil. Um, although we, you know, we had differing views, uh, but that's, you know, um, sentimental value really does. It's, I yeah. thought it was good. I yeah. mean, like, I love how he's like, I bet Connor will have to explain stuff yeah. to Ray. <laughs> yeah. And I'm oh. like, yes, Ray forgets that I'm the Superman guy, not the <laughs> not the Flash guy or the various other characters I'm not familiar with. Well, um, I mean, I like also that Phil said, um, Connor, please be easy, take easy, or be easy um, with it. And and uh, you were the more amenable towards this issue. Than well, yeah, I, I liked it. Mm. Um I thought it was good. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I I guess I rag on about, like, uh, yeah, my least favorite status quo for Superman is this era, but mm-hmm. I still like this era. Yeah. So, because I really like uh, John Burns' run. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Um, this is one of the best modern Superman runs, despite, yeah. like, his crazy additions to the mythos which we'll get into when we cover man of steel i'm really looking forward to that especially now that you know more about pre-crisis yes uh so we can discuss the big changes he brought in and um i really love the exile storyline which is in that mm-hmm. sweet spot phil was talking about uh between john Byrne and death of superman i thought that was a lot of like hit and miss stuff mm-hmm in that era with, like, Jurgens, especially Louise Sim... Sim uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but Simonson. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Simonson, yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, most of it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was quite as good as John Burns' run, but, like, if... You know, if I started collecting now, I'd probably 
have like a preference towards it as well. Yeah. Um, I think I'm in, I'm doing a big read through right now. I'm, I'm actually in the post return phase and okay. I've uh, weaned off a bit just cause I read so much. I think I read like over 150 issues in one week or wow. something. Wow. <laughs> and it, cause like the thing is, cause I was trying to prep for something and it's like, uh, since there's four ongoings mm. at that time and they're all, you have to read them in order. Yeah. So it's like a lot of issues to read. <laughs> yeah, no, no, understandable, understandable. And um, I just want to also say as well, like, Phil, uh, look, I didn't hate this issue as well. I mean, like, it just, um, it was just something different. I wasn't expecting it to be this sort of tale. And, and so that's kind of colored my views on it but um it was still enjoyable as well like i mentioned the second time reading it i enjoyed it a lot more and uh similar to phil uh my real introduction to the flash was the uh, the 90s series as well with john wesley ship really did mm. um really did enjoy that um and phil i hope you enjoyed the uh, the music to our synopsis for this episode as well. I'm sure you'll recognize it. But uh no no um really cool really cool issue. Thank you so much Phil for for all your um your feedback. Uh, we welcome yeah. it. And uh, and for listeners as well um out there if you want to send in audio feedback as well or if you just want to post up something on our discussion threads, we love to discuss it and uh, hear all your views. Yeah, uh, we got no feedback for Red Sun, which is weird, but Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I just thought that was odd because that's like a really yeah, that's a big thing Superman story. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so thanks very much, Phil. Big friend of the show. Uh, you know, he got he's gotten a few people listening to our podcast, mm. which is like awesome. Very, very much appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and yeah, keep them coming, Phil. Keep them coming. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a higher compliment you can get than like uh, getting people to listen <laughs> to your podcast. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, thanks very much, Phil, and thank thanks for the request. I thought I liked the issue, so you know, I love I love my social commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's anyway, <laughs> not to go political, but um, yeah, cool, cool. I guess uh, until next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't trust the CIA. Don't trust the CIA. Find yourself a nice island somewhere out in the horizon and get yourself a nice jacuzzi. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all sorts of things. Um, the Lazarus Pit's bad as well. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't realise that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Although it is very enticing, I must say. You know, the things you can do, Connor be great well maybe i don't know but anyway see ya catch you later superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of dc any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders we are doing this for fun and not making money off it so please don't sue us you can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our libsyn lskpodcast.libsyn.com at twitter at LSK Podcast, our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.